You're listening to a Verulam Sports podcast from 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam. You can catch us online at www.radioverulam.com. Hi, I'm Zach Khan and I'm the golf correspondent for Radio Verulam Sports Show. This is part three of three of a conversation I had with Paul Keane, the general manager at Verulam Golf Club. In this podcast, Paul discusses future developments of the club. Um, and then moving on to membership, how many members does the club currently have? Uh, in total, 800. That's playing members. Oh, okay, that's jumped up 200 since we talked about that before. That's yeah. playing members, but that's adults. And then we have uh, 78 juniors. Okay. Um, and we have social members that just use the facilities in size. So the total amount, um, and we have academy members as well that are complete novices to the game. Okay. Um, What's the age range for the academy? It's young, so the average age of the club is 56, is a playing adult. Yeah. Um, the academy is slightly lower, just like about 49, I think it was. But it's not aimed at any particular age. Um, it's aimed at ability and allowing complete novices yeah. to come here join the club, have limited access to the golf course initially because you don't be going out there when you're not great at the game yeah. as a novice. But it's very much early days, lots of coaching built into the programme and the cost. And then you, as you develop through year one, get access to the golf course. Once the pros say you're more than good enough to go on the golf course now, and then you develop into year two where there's still more coaching, but that allows you to start playing in competitions. Um, and then going into year three where you have the opportunity to become a full member. So it's a sort of a three-year pathway into golf. I imagine that that's more enjoyable than just going out and just causing damage to yourself or the course. Yeah. You know, it's more enjoyable yeah. to build up. Absolutely. Stuff. I think, you know, I think you can, it's very easy to think, I can, I can swing a golf club. And then you try <laughs> it and it's, you find out it's much harder than that. And I think, early on being able to harness your passion yeah. with qualified professional coaching bringing those two together early so you don't create bad habits in your swing and you don't do other things you're being taught properly from the outset rather than a pro having to adjust the bad habits you've developed yeah. helps much much more and it helps that the program also involves some education around etiquette on the golf course and that sort of thing so people guided of how to you know that was one of the things my neighbor taught me etiquette on the golf course because yeah. i remember i got so excited running up to yeah. part because it was, it was the best part i've, I've got it to you know that yeah. distance and she she told me off for putting my bag on the green she yeah. said walk around <clears throat> yeah. to your shot yeah. evaluate it and also keep your bag yeah. off the Absolutely. green as well yeah. yeah um and also teeing off as well yeah. don't tee off from the because you damage the ground, yep. the all of these little things. Yep. That otherwise, I would just yep. just grab Absolutely. a club and just yeah, <laughs> yeah, take a shot at it. Yeah, I think you know I've worked in golf for I'm, I've played golf since I was about eight years old, and you know, historically, golf clubs can be a quite an intimidating place yeah. to walk into with its stigma of how golf clubs used to Stiff be. You couldn't do yeah. this, you couldn't do that. It was like everything you couldn't do was talked about more than what you could do, if that makes sense, 
so I think you know the the, the sport is definitely awesome. evolving. It's definitely um, becoming more accessible, going much much more with our academy programs and yeah. our junior programs becoming much much more accessible. So with that, it's making it open to more people, and we've got to keep evolving and and keep going forward. So if you can spare me a minute later, that's that's yeah. what I'll be. Perfect. Um, also about because social membership is something I saw. Yep. Is that um, what is the cost difference between the, the memberships? Um, a full a full full membership um, is fifteen hundred pound a year, okay, which actually yeah. represents really good value. Um, it's a good course as well. Good plan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Our strength is our is our golf course and the condition for greens and how we drain really well in the winter. Not not today. Um, and a social membership is just £95 a year. And that oh, gives okay. you access to all the facilities in here. Um, you be, as a member, you get discount on food and beverage. You get chance to attend all the member social events we put on. And, you know, for some people, we've had people, a partner of a member, join as a social member. And come along enjoy it and start talking to people and then all of a sudden because a lot of the talk obviously within a golf club is golf and how generally how bad people have played that day and you sort of get wrapped up in the conversation and we've seen lots of social members then start playing and then joining the full membership and and, then start playing golf so um and with the social side of things, we've seen lots of families attending. So, you know, we do great Sunday carvers, for example, um, and families come. Yeah. So, the parents will be members. They bring their parents, and the children and grandchildren are here as well. So it creates a real good. Family yeah, I assume atmosphere. that the members, the other people, come as a guest of the members. Absolutely. They obviously don't have to. Absolutely. Yeah. No. And, and likewise, the Sunday lunches, we have had tables with people that. Aren't members? Okay. They come in. You accept walk-ins and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Normally we take bookings in advance, but we've had people that paid a green fee, gone out as a non-member, paid a green fee, and then seen our advertising for Sunday lunches and oh, talking to members, they said it's really good. Can we book? Yeah. Of course you can. This space, absolutely. Yes, we generally will fill with members, but if someone then, but again we've seen that where people have come in and seen our internal advertising and said oh. You're all hosting like a Faulty Towers dining experience. Can I come to that? Yeah, absolutely you can. What is the Faulty Towers dining experience? <laughs> Have you ever watched Faulty Towers? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm wondering what what. <laughs> so it's Sybil Basil Manuel. Yeah. Uh, who acts? Fifty percent of it is ad libbed between okay. table to table, yeah. and they will take the Mickey out of. Diners. Let's hope there's no Germans in the restaurant. Well, they either. do. They do all of that. <laughs> they do all of that, and he does the German walk yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, but a lot of the acting is around the sketches that are in the shows. Okay. And Familiar, it's, it's yeah. done whilst a three-course meal is served. <laughs> and we, I think, we charge forty-nine fifty per head for that. And they're West End trained actors. Yeah. So they are great at what they do. Um, it is it is staged in London as well in the West End, and then they take it on a roadshow. Yeah. So we've got three coming up, uh, one in October, November, and December. Okay. So they yeah. go they go brilliantly. So, and as I said, open as I said earlier, open to 
non-members as well. So, what's the best way <coughs> to join? Though obviously non-members as well, but what's yep. the best way to join? To join the Gold Club? Yeah, to join as a member. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, our full weekend membership is is closed because we're at absolute capacity. Okay. Well, we have yeah. a waiting list, but people can join on a weekday option at the moment. Um, so yeah, just to, just to contact me at the club, we can or drop me an email or give me a phone call. We can. I'll can put your, your yeah. details in yeah. as well. Um, and then just just closing up really, um, the venue hire. Yes. Uh, <coughs> who is able to hire it? Anyone. Anyone. Um, the capacity as well. Yeah, we can host we can host parties like thirtieths, forties, fiftieths, birthday parties, or any any event, christenings. Weddings and generally up to about 150 um, on seating. See, so unfortunately, we do do lots, quite a lot of wakes here as well, which is, which is, you know, it's a lovely, tranquil setting, looking over, yeah. overlooking a golf course. So, um, anybody that needs to have a wake or celebration of life, it gives them a very tranquil, peaceful, quiet setting away from the hustle bustle of life in the city centre, but with ample on-site parking as well so yeah. that's another we do attract lots of those um, and we get great feedback because they are tranquil for people to come in and have some quiet private time together yeah. um, and yeah it, they are that's, that's I know as well there's a lot of space within the club where yeah. people could you know sneak away just yeah. to have a quiet moment to themselves Absolutely. as well yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so just closing up um are there any future tournaments or even club events i know we've got stuff here um the a lot of low dining experience yep. obviously carvery lunch yep car evening um what's the presentation evening Is that's for that... our members where okay. they will win a tournament during the year and we recognize that and with all the other winners okay yeah um, and families during the during that one evening, so and the losers can hide away in the spacious club. They can yeah. they can still come, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they don't tend to enjoy it quite as much. No, no, no. Um, are there any future tournaments happening coming up? So, not as, not not in terms of sort of European tour events. That's they are now for yeah. big big venues more than more than us as a private member club. But we do host regional programs. We host lots of corporate golf days, golf societies, groups that get together. Um, we do lots of charity days like the Great Ormond Street. Um, we do we host some our accountants golf days, our law firm golf days, all from St Albans, which yeah. is good because we're working again closely with the community. Um, we're partners, we're community partners with St Albans City Youth Football Club, which is something we're really proud of. Um, They've got 100, we're in excess of 100 teams across all sports, yeah. across all age, sorry, which is girls, boys, inclusion, disability. They're now doing um, slightly older adults walking football. Okay, yeah. I think we'll all end up at one day. Um, so they really are ticking so many boxes across so many people and touch so many people's lives within St Albans and the local area. So we thought it was a really good community football struggles for funding yeah so we partnered with them and we often back of that we do get their golf day and presentation dinner and their managers meeting so it's yeah. a great we help them they help us um scenario and we're proud of you know we've we've offered and we have um sponsored the community asset of the year award for them where 
they will nominate people to be you know, yes they have lots of coaches and that sort of thing yeah. but lots of people will go way even above, above, beyond even that so we will sponsor an award that is the St Albans City Youth Community Asset of the Year to which we're really, really proud of and we'll be doing the first one of that later in this later this year so they're at their presentation award are you aware of the St Albans Community Lottery no I can I can forward the stuff to you from that okay. um, I know it's, it's aimed at good causes and okay. things and I know that obviously the club does a lot yeah for that so it'd be definitely something okay. yeah something to check out yeah absolutely um, absolutely uh, but yeah, I, I hope. Uh, any final plugs? I yeah, mean? just on the on the new clubhouse, really. Yeah. Um, so we're in a, you know, when you're in the building, it's lovely. It's creaking. It's a hundred years old. Um, so we've got great plans. You know, obviously with the museum. So in three years' time, we would be hopefully, you know, we need planning yeah. permission, which we're working hard towards. But when we have that, it would help us become much more of a community asset with the museum looking to put a coffee shop in there as well um that would be open to to anyone to come in locally and, and use that um and we have the footpath which is the pilgrim's way that goes through the golf course that would be right at the back of the of the clubhouse and yeah. that'd be easily accessible from there so again once that's achieved again it helps us in the next stage of development into a more of a community asset as well so that's that's what we really sort of proud and want to work yeah. hard to achieve and give something more to St Albans thank you very much Paul okay. thank You're you welcome. yeah okay. and that was part three of three of my conversation with general manager of Burnham Golf Club Paul Keane if you want to find out more about the club you can at www.burnhamgolf.co.uk we hope you enjoyed it and until next time from the sports show this has been Zach Khan this podcast was a Verulam Sport production. You can listen to Radio Verulam on 92.6 FM or online at www.radioverulam.com.